بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا ان هدانا الله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا محمد عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد اما بعد فيا عباد الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون i began by praising allah for guiding us and i witnessed that there is one god alone in control of everything and i witnessed that sayyidna muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam was the final messenger sent to guide humanity allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us faqim wajhaka lid-din hanifa fitrata allah allati fatara an-nas 'alayha la tabdila li khalqillah dhalika din al-qayyim so direct your face towards the, the religion, inclining to truth. Stick to the fitra, the natural creation of Allah, upon which he has created all people. There is no change in the creation of Allah. That is the correct religion. But most people do not know. Last week we spoke about the importance of knowing that Allah is one and understanding the fundamental difference between our understanding of God, Allah, with no beginning and no end, absolutely uncreated, and the creator of everything, and other concepts of what people, some people, associate with God. I mentioned last week that Islam is in perfect alignment with our mind, our body, our spirit. The fundamentals of our religion make sense, alhamdulillah. At the end of Jum'ah, we make dua, and often we say, Allahumma azal islama wa muslimin, wa wahid Allahumma sufufana, Oh Allah, strengthen Islam and the Muslims and join them together in one line and gather them together on the word of truth. The way to unity for our ummah, for our people, for our community is to return to the Quran and to return to the sunnah and the character of the Prophet وسلم, and the ulama. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us فَأَقِمْ وَجْهَكَ لِلدِّينِ حَنِيفًا فِطْرَةَ اللَّهِ الَّتِي فَطْرَ النَّاسَ عَلَيْهَا لَا تَبْدِيلَ لِخَلْقِ اللَّهِ ذَلِكَ الدِّينُ الْقَيِّمُ وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَ النَّاسِ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ So direct your face toward the religion inclining to truth. Stick to the fitra upon which Allah has created all people. There is no change in the creation of Allah. That is the correct religion. But most people do not know. This verse is followed up by two other verses where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us مُنِيبِينَ إِلَيْهِ وَاتَّقُوهُ وَاقِيمُ الصَّلَاةَ وَلَا تَكُونُهُ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ Adhere to the natural state, the fitra, turning in repentance to him and be mindful of him and establish prayer and do not be of those who associate others with Allah. Those who associate or confuse God with things, those are called mushrikeen. Allah links shirk with splitting into different groups and factions in the next verse. مِنَ الَّذِينَ فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ وَكَانُوا شِيَاعًا كُلُّ حِزْبٍ بِمَا لَدَيْهِمْ رَفَرِحُونَ Of those who have divided their religion and become sects and different groups, every faction rejoicing in what it has. When we forget the fundamental tawheed, the unity of Allah, we then hurt ourselves and our community. 
we more easily split ourselves into different groups and different factions. At the end of Jummah, we make du'a, as I mentioned earlier. Allahumma a'izza al-Islam wal-Muslimin, wa wahid Allahumma sufufana, wa jma' kalimatana ala al-haq. The way to unity, and I'll repeat this, is to return to the Qur'an and to return to the Sunnah and the character of the Prophet ﷺ and the ulama. The fundamental unity, Tawheed of Allah, is universally accepted by Muslims. Yet, we have different groups and we often split apart. The solution is for us to return to a civility and a recognition that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows everything in His complete knowledge. And we do not. Often people will ask questions and they'll say, why are there so many different opinions, so many different options? You ask a question about the religion and one may get different answers from different scholars, different ulama. I've had people ask me something about the religion and as I'm explaining the different answers possible to them, people tell me, just tell me the right one. This binary approach to an answer is not what we are taught by the Prophet ﷺ. We all know the importance of the prayers and praying them on time. That's very clear. The Prophet ﷺ said in a, in a hadith, الَّذِي تَفُوتُهُ الصَّلَاةُ الْعَصْرِ فَكَأَنَّمَا وُتِرَ أَهْلَهُ The Prophet ﷺ said, Whoever misses the Asr prayer, it is as though he has been robbed of his family and his property. Just imagine the importance of that midday prayer. And the Prophet ﷺ emphasized this many times. Yet, during the time in Medina, after Ghazwat al-Khandaq, the Battle of the Trench, in which thousands of tribesmen had come to Medina under the command of the Quraysh to destroy the city of Medina and to kill all the Muslims and to destroy Islam, the Prophet ﷺ and the Muslims were saved by the grace of Allah. And it's narrated in Bukhari, that Sayyidati Aisha radiallahu anha said that when Allah's apostle returned from the Ghazwat Khandaq, the battle of the trench, he put down his weapons and he took a bath. Then Jibrail whose head was covered with dust, came to him, the Prophet, and said, You have put down your arms. By Allah, I have not put down my arms yet. And Allah's apostle said, Where to go now? And Jibrail said, This way pointing towards the tribe of Banu Quraiza. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's apostle went out towards them. And Ibn Umar relates that on the day of Ahzab, the clans, the same battle, the Prophet sallallahu said, none of you should offer Asr except that you are at Banu Quraiza. So the Muslims left Medina and started going towards Banu Quraiza. And the Asr prayer came as many of the groups were still going. And some said, we will not offer it until we reach the place of Banu Quraiza, which is what the Prophet ﷺ said. And others said, no, we will pray where we are because Asr is in. The Prophet didn't mean us for us not to pray Asr. Later, this discussion and the fact that some prayed at the place of Banu Quraiza, which was much later, and another group prayed Asr at its time. The Prophet ﷺ did not get upset with either of the two groups because both groups used sound methodology in arriving at their decision whether to pray Asr where they were or wait until they got to Banu Quraiza after Asr time to pray the prayer. And they were both correct. If one of them were wrong, 
because of the function of the Prophet to teach us the correct way. He was obligated to correct things that were wrong. He accepted both groups' decision. This tradition of allowing differences, as long as the methodology is correct, continued with the ulama. Imam Shafi disagreed with his teachers, like Imam Malik. And even within the school of law of the Shafi Madhab, Imam Nawawi, for example, has different opinions from Imam Ibn Hajar al-Haytami or Ibn Ramal. Other scholars of the Shafi school disagree. And this is true in the Hanafi Madhab and in the Maliki Madhab and in the Hanbali Madhab. Scholars have different opinions, and this is fine. Imam Shafi disagreed with his teacher, Imam Malik, as I mentioned, about many fiqh points, including, for example, where to put your hands during the prayer. The Malikis put their hands down by their sides, whereas the Shafis put it just slightly above their navel. When his beloved teacher passed away, Imam Shafi traveled to pay his respects, and he prayed publicly with his hands at his side, instead of folded as Shafis pray still to this day as. The difference is widely known. So someone commented on Imam Shafi's good adab, his etiquette, and then asked him, but will you go and correct your prayer privately, i.e. pray the prayer again and pray it properly? Imam Shafi said, no, it is a perfectly valid form of prayer. The point I am making is not about adab or manners. It is about methodology and epistemology. How do we know what we know? In Western tradition, if two people confront the same issue or a same question and come to different answers, one of them is wrong or both of them are wrong. You can't have two right answers. Traditional Islamic thought is much wider and much more humble than to think like this. If one follows a sound process with sound nusus, with sound transmission links, then both answers or more could be right. When we don't approach our deen this way, the way the Prophet ﷺ told us to. Then we get into disagreements that are based on ego and arrogance. And this can be a disaster. May Allah protect us. Allahumma azal islama wal muslimin wa wahid Allahumma sufufana wa kalimatana ala al-haq. The way to unity is to understand our fundamentals and to make sure that we go back to first principles. The nature of most people is that most people don't like conflict or fights. People prefer calm, harmony, and peace. The Prophet ﷺ attested to this in many hadith. And he said, ﷺ, do not cut off relations with one another. Do not oppose one another. Do not harbor hatred towards one another. Do not envy one another. Be as God has commanded you. Be brothers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَاقِمْ وَجْهَكَ لِلدِّينِ حَنِيفًا فِطْرَةَ اللَّهِ الَّتِي فَطْرَ النَّاسَ عَلَيْهَا لَا تَبْدِيلَ لِخَلْقِ اللَّهِ ذَلِكَ الدِّينُ الْقَيِّمُ وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَ النَّاسِ لَا يَعْنَمُونَ So direct your face towards the religion, inclining to truth. Stick to the fitra upon which Allah has created all people. There is no change in the creation of Allah. That is the correct religion. But most people do not know. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. We've been given the opportunity to know this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us truly thankful. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us, inshallah, and continue to keep us straight, inshallah, and forgive us for our sins. From the Islamic Society of the Niagara Peninsula, I am Murtaza Najmuddin. I'm looking forward to seeing many of you on Eid, Eid Mubarak. Inshallah, one day we'll be able to stand on Arafah, inshallah, and make dua together. But until then, 
please make dua for us and for the community, inshallah. Also, a quick reminder that it is very encouraged to fast, inshallah, the day before Eid, which is Yom Arafah, which is this coming Monday. Not only is it Yom Arafah, it's a Monday as well, which is highly encouraged as well. So if you have the opportunity to fast, please fast Monday and Sunday if you can. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept every effort that you make to please Him and accept all of our ibadat. Assalamu alaikum.